Welcome, everyone, to Summer of Heroes. We have been talking about this episode. We talked about Charlie originally from comicbook.com coming. He's not here. So we will keep going. Just kidding. I'm right here. He's I'm, right here. I'm sitting right here on the thing. <laughs> Can't even, like, pretend to not be here. Like, I'm... Like, last time I was, like, on the phone. Like, it was at least, like, we could... Like, I'm physically here. Oh. That was when it was snowed, didn't it? When yeah. I was, was, was supposed to come up. And then it know. was, like... It, it was way worse where I was living. I was like, there's no way I'm getting out of here with this little car. It's not going to happen. Uh, well, you know. That worked think out, you, though. Yeah. Yeah, now you pick summertime, so. <laughs> no excuse know, It's this just time. hot. <laughs> like, I didn't like coming out of here because I didn't want to be outside at any point today. But oh, it's fine. Man. So, now we. It's just under boob sweat. But yeah. That's probably only a problem for me. Yeah. Oh, no, you can surprise me. We are going through all of the eight Superman, uh, not Superman, Batman solo movies. What? I would like. I would enjoy that so much less. Yeah, I, I hate think Superman. we we had a we've had a plan, and I think like with all the superhero movies, you made a list of however many there were. There's a ton, and Superman is on there. Will we ever do it? I have no idea. But we, uh, I reached out to Charlie a couple weeks ago when we started this. I said, "Hey, we're doing this." Would you like to be a part of it? And what movie would you like? And you picked the yeah well, the you, worst. You said you said, <laughs> "Hey, we're doing this thing, like the summer event thing, where we're going to review all of the Batman movies." And I'm like, "That's really cool." And you're like, "Do you want to do one? Like, when are you available? We can kind of put you down for one." I'm like, "I want to be there, whatever week you're planning on doing Batman and Robin. That is 100. percent Here we are. That's what I want to do. <laughs> that is the that is the movie I want to talk about oh, because man. it is." Amazing, in, in the worst, most awful way possible. Your tweet last night had me laughing so hard. Your uh, reply back to me, oh, I said, "Help! You're the only one who can help me here." You said, "I think you misspelled best movie." Yeah, it's, it's amazing. <laughs> it, it's I'll get into it when we start talking about it. Like I just, it's 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 a train wreck of a movie, and I love it because oh, of it. So we'll go through. We're gonna rank all these bad boys. See which one's the best. This will be number six, I believe. No, number five. We're five, on. Uh, yeah. We have four. Was last week. Um, but before we get there, uh, Jack is sick. That's why he's not joining us at this table. Uh, he had the stomach bug, but, you know, we told him he could keep it himself. His score was sent in, um, so that means you won't get a long synopsis this week. But uh-huh. you'll you'll still get one. But to my left here, it's Mr. Chris Rivers. And then, of course, the Gothamite himself from comicbook.com, oh, Mr. Charlie Ridge. I like having Gotham in my name. You liked that, cool. didn't you? <laughs> I'm, I just, yeah. <laughs> I can dig it. Uh, first, Chris, Batman and Robin. What uh, what facts, trivia, <laughs> nonsense you got for us this week? Um, it was released June twentieth, nineteen ninety-seven. Still sticking with the Junes. Yeah, all the and other ones came out about four years old. Yep, I was four. <laughs> I mean, I was getting ready to. I had already graduated high school. Oh, oh, I was six. So uh, I'm the old man. <laughs> I wasn't far. We're making fun of him. It's like I was like I was six. So I remember um, it because I, I I owned the soundtrack. Yeah, I was. That's what you were talking about last week. When I was given a CD movies. player around that time, like my first like this is your personal like Walkman CD yeah. player, whatever right. brand it was, and it's supposed to be skip proof. I had two CDs, <laughs> and one of them was the Batman and Robin soundtrack. Oh, the other really. one was the Space Jam soundtrack. Still if you're a good wondering. Soundtrack. We make a lot of fun of, of Batman and Robin. The mm. soundtrack is actually really good. Same the soundtrack for uh, Batman awesome. Forever. The yeah. soundtrack was good on that. They, were, they spent all their money on the soundtrack. Yeah. <laughs> Not the movie. No, nothing on the special effects <laughs> or the writer. But 
soundtracks they showed out. Was, yeah. <laughs> this had a 125 minute runtime and the budget was 125 million dollars. So they paid a million dollars. You gotta do what you gotta do. Didn't show. <laughs> uh, the worldwide box office 238.2 million. So, I mean, it made a profit, I guess. Didn't quite double its money. I mean, look, coming from a business background, any in any adventure, if you double your money, that is successful. <laughs> Which is crazy to think about, but it was successful. It was living off the other films. Yeah. Um, Help me, Michael Keaton. <laughs> in later interviews, Schumacher apologized to fans that were disappointed in the film. He blamed the studio for wanting a more toyetic film. That was his word. You could tell. I mean, yeah. Yeah, it's definitely... What, the suits weren't made for plastic action figures? <laughs> I don't get the nipples. <laughs> I texted you last night. Dude, the night. nipples aren't as bad as... <laughs> we'll talk about it later. The nipples aren't as bad as Robin's suit. <laughs> yeah. Bob Kane died just one year after the film's release, so this was the last Batman film he saw. Oh, just kind of depressing. Can we then? Can we continue to like <laughs> Batman and Robin killed Bob Kane? Can we? Can we say that? Can we go forward with that mentality that this is what killed? I think Bob so. Kane? I think so. Couldn't take it anymore. Yeah, this was the first Warner Brothers film with no involvement from Burton. Um, you could tell. Mm-hmm. At least forever, you could tell there were some Burton influences still in there. You mean there were bits of story? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, let's see. Clooney called the film a waste of money. No. But he would later refer to it as the biggest break of his career, which from a film perspective, you know, he had never been in a film this big before. Yeah. Me and him, we have different this. definitions of, of fill of break, but that's fine. I see, I see what you're saying. <laughs> yeah. It when was, was it? ER? Was ER during this ER time? way before that. Yeah. Okay. He was still on the show when he did this movie. Oh, okay. This film was originally titled Batman Forever with the letter with the number four in it, uh, because it was going to be the fourth film. But since they used that on the third film. They changed this one to Batman and Robin, which was originally going to be the title for the third movie. Why didn't they do that, though? I don't know. Spoilers, I guess. Funny, I like, it's Batman Forever. The third one wasn't the first or the last movie. Mm -mm. It was the only movie with, with with Val Kilmer, so it wasn't like, mm -hmm. oh, he's right out in the sunset. Like, you've never even seen this guy before. Right. It's a weird choice. <laughs> it's, like, even the story, is there anything in the story well, that, like, alludes to that? And Tim Burton said that he hated it. He said it sounds like a tattoo a Batman fan would get when they're drunk one night. Batman forever. You know, it, God, I hope so you're is. against the Avengers Yeah, you're against title. Avengers forever, right? <laughs> <laughs> no Avengers forever. Uh, they originally had two sequels planned after this. Batman Unchained and a Robin Nightwing spinoff. Oh my god, I would love that so much. <laughs> I'm so sad that didn't happen. <laughs> Batman oh, Unchained sounds really fun, though. Batman <laughs> Unchained. Batman Unchained, co-starring the Boy Wonder. What do you think that direction oh. would have been? Oh, I'm <laughs> upset that it didn't ever get made. It's the first Warner Brothers Batman film not to have an Academy Award nomination. 
They didn't get nominated for anything. No. What, what um, would you have nominated them for, Tyler? A Razzie. The, the makeup? I don't know. Was that a thing then? I mean, was the makeup in this movie even good? No, it was no. horrific. Yeah, you know. Like, there are bad movies with, with the head, like, good... Schwarzenegger into a Smurf, and... I've farted both ways. Oh, man. <laughs> uh, the poor reception of this film forced a shutdown of Burton's planned Superman Lives, which I'm very thankful for, because That would have been was, Nicolas Cage, wouldn't it? He was gonna have Again, another movie show. I'm terribly <laughs> sad does not exist. Because <laughs> Kevin Smith wrote the script, and Clooney that's Nicolas right. Cage starred in the movie, and Tim Burton was going to direct it. And Clooney was gonna reappear as Batman. Oh, I said, my life sucks. <laughs> we should redo this. Right to well, him right there, now. There's a really great, if you haven't watched it, there's a really great documentary about why that movie didn't happen. Like, it was called it. The Death of Superman Lives. Mm. And it's online. And it, it, it was it was this thing about why the movie didn't happen. And that's where the whole story came up with, I believe that's, that's Kevin Smith's uh, issue with, I forget who the producer was, but the producer that was overseeing those movies at oh. Warner Brothers at the time. This will be really interesting if you don't know this little trivia. While we're on trivia, um, he was asked, he was brought in for like rewrites and stuff, and mm. he had a whole story planned out for this movie, and they, at in the third act, they the producer said, man, was like, hey, you know, we want to change this villain and this whole thing in the third act, and he's like, okay, well, what did you have in mind? And he tells a story about um, the producer wanted him to include this giant mechanical spider against Superman and Kevin was like um <laughs> and, and things fell apart after that right. would you like to know the next movie that that producer produced Godzilla Wild Wild West which if you recall Had ended it. with a giant mechanical spider <laughs> that made zero sense just trampling through so this just the American West. Yeah, he he, was like, I'll, I'll he had to have his mechanical spider. And whoever wrote while I was like, alright. Yeah. I'll Actually he sure. might have written it. I have to, I have to go look, but like yeah, it was it was his very next thing had a giant mechanical spider. <laughs> that just I'm so it. disappointed that this that none of these movies happened. Uh, this might be a problem with this film. It was delivered two weeks ahead of schedule. I don't know what else they could have done. You could though. have used that two weeks to do something. No, I could <laughs> put a giant. You can't. You can't there. reshoot the whole movie in two weeks. So that's the only thing they could have done to make it any better. Um, it was the first Warner Brothers Batman film to not be the highest-grossing film of the summer that it was released. What was it against? Still won its opening weekend. Yeah, they're like forty-four million dollars something its opening weekend. I love the Chris O'Donnell quote. He said, "It just felt like everything got a little soft the second time." On Batman Forever, I felt like I was making a movie. The second time, I felt like I was making a kid's toy commercial. I mean, I wasn't well, and a it's... lot of his lines are like that. Yeah, like they're the end of a they're the end of a catchphrase. Mm-hmm. Chicks dig the cars. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't wait up, Alfred. I'll cancel the pizzas. Yeah. <laughs> As he's oh, having chest pains. pains. Cancel the yeah, <laughs> they drive off. He's. Mm. Uh, it's the first film in the Warner Brothers series not to feature villains from Batman the movie in 1966. Yeah, there was no Mr. Freeze. This was still Warner Brothers' highest grossing film of 1997. So it was a bad year for Warner Bad, bad year. <laughs> I mean, O'Donnell, Silverstone, and Schumacher went into career slumps after the film. 
Wait, because Silverstone did Clueless before this, right? Yeah. Yeah. And only Arnold and Clooney survived to see their careers continue. Well, I mean, even with, if you kept Uma Thurman. I mean, she did Kill Bill after this. That's true. That's right. Yeah. Pulp Fiction was right before. Mm. This is the only film in the original series where the villains don't learn Batman's secret identity. And the only film where the villain is... No villain is killed by Batman or one of his allies. I guess so the last one would They actually been, uh, honored the whole Batman not killing. Doesn't kill. That's the dumbest argument I've ever heard in my life. Because that's what everyone's problem was with Batman versus Superman. Oh, Batman doesn't kill. Well, the whole four or five movies. But, yeah. <laughs> what the four or five movies before Batman, you know, kicked someone into a sewer and threw a grenade at him or a TNT bomb? Like, yeah. <laughs> obviously, he didn't live he, that. He was the one guy on fire. Yeah, with the, with the Batmobile. Yep. Mm-mm. <laughs> Cartoon violence doesn't count. <laughs> the bat suit was so hard to remove that George Clooney reportedly pissed himself at least. <laughs> Two or three times. <laughs> it can be reportedly if you did it more than once. It's <laughs> <laughs> the nipples. It was extra um, weight. Jeep Swenson died just two months after the film was released. He was he played Bane. So you could say it killed him too. Yep. First of Batman. Uh, let's see. George George Clooney has been known to refund people who saw this movie. Oh wow. I believe that. Can you imagine bumping into George Clooney and you, you mentioned you saw the movie and he pulls out his wallet? <laughs> says, I'm sorry. Here's, Matinee or no? Is 50 bucks enough? Um, the official count on Freeze's ice puns, 27. Oh my God. Who, who went through and counted it? I don't Someone had more Chris did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is your own personal list. It's in. There you go. <laughs> Um, um, no, no, we got one more. When filming was over, Clooney was reported to have said, I think we just killed the franchise. Which depends. I mean, it, temporarily. Yeah, you know. I mean, it was eight years you know, between this movie and Batman Begins. Yeah, and that's the funny thing, too. This was eight years after the Tim Burton Batman, the first one. So, like, to keep up, and there's four movies in that span. Yeah. yeah. So, to keep up tradition, you guys have to wait eight more weeks before you can review another Batman movie. <laughs> So you have to sit with this one and let it rot in your soul. I can't. I, I, I need Christian Bale to save me. That's sad. Yeah. When the Batman you're waiting on to save you is Christian, Christian Bale. Bale. Oh, man. Val Kilmer, when he refused to return for the film, um, they looked to David Duchovny and considered him for the role. Oh, my God. Bruce Wayne Batman. That's amazing. <laughs> Have we ever um, seen a Batman where there's not a... I love everything about this. The, <laughs> everything about Batman and Robin is awesome. Have we never? Have we ever had a Batman where someone played different... Like someone was a different Bruce Wayne than Batman? Or have they always been the same person? It's like, like same actor person. and things like that. I mean, they, okay. they are the same person. Well, I know so they're the same person. Why would they have like, been different? Someone could be a you know much more muscular, fit Batman. Mm -hmm. And someone could play a suave Bruce Wayne. Suave. You like that? We also found out that um, Danny DeVito is perfect for a penguin role. I did. We're sitting there filming Batman 66, our review of it. Yeah. And I mentioned Danny DeVito, and Tyler's like, Danny DeVito would be a perfect penguin. Like, did you, had you never seen later, Batman Forever? No. And then two weeks later, I find out that there is a, a Danny DeVito Batman. 
Um, these suits were not made of the same material as previous suits. So it made it easier on the actor. Because the Keaton one the was weight. like a really heavy one. It was mm -hmm. a couple more pounds. The problem was these would actually tear. Oh. So, How many suits were there now? Uh, they went through quite a few. It didn't have an exact number. Arnold Schwarzenegger had a clause in his contract that he would only do 12 hours a day on set. What took four hours to get him into his makeup and costume, four hours to get him out. So you only so had he four only hours. Had to four hours of film time, and he ended up doing twenty-five days, and made twenty-five million. So he got a million dollars a day to do this movie. Wish I could do something like that in my life. I mean, so when you break that, he got a million dollars a day for actual hours of acting. He had he got two hundred fifty grand for one hour of actual acting. Yeah, I'm in the wrong industry. Yeah. That's insane. <laughs> you gotta think there's more people than that getting more than that. And this was uh there was a there was a deal that went down with uh Alicia Silverstone. She gained like three or four pounds while they were filming. So toward the end she was having trouble getting into the Batgirl suit. And one of the folks in the uh, art department drew a sketch of her having to squeeze in to the Batgirl suit, and apparently it made the rounds unintentionally, and that caused quite a stir. So you can this is the kind of thing basically like fat shamed. This oh. is the kind of thing that I feel like I would love to see how all of this would have gone down in the age of the internet. Yeah, like mm. I mean, obviously, I, I think if Twitter existed, Batman and Robin never got made. No. But just how people would have reacted to things. If it were to have been broadcast online, mm -hmm. it's crazy though. Because that was never that, like that, that. Would, no one would have ever gone away with that thing with Alicia Silverstone had the internet been around. Mm -hmm. And I just feel there's so many issues. Like I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. And, and finally, we talked about this earlier. The uh, the top three choices to play Freeze were Arnold Schwarzenegger, then Sylvester Stallone, and finally Hulk Hogan. I need to cool you down, brother. Any of those choices are awesome. <laughs> it probably wasn't the exact same outcome. are awesome. <laughs> I couldn't even imagine Hulk Hogan. <laughs> and then that kind of, so it would be the same, it would be the same, you know how like Arnold's all bald? It would be the same mm. thing, and except a little lock of hair at the back. <laughs> You'd have to have the mustache. It would have like, it would have like, icicles on it. <laughs> I've forgotten to have watched it, that he is Ooh. watching that that uh mr whatever cartoon in uh mr freeze watching that cart that christmas cartoon in his, uh -huh. in his lair yeah and he's making all of them sing <laughs> it doesn't make any sense oh, or the, <laughs> the he's louder. louder oh man it doesn't make any sense at all Oh, uh, speaking of not making sense, let's just go ahead and recap this movie, Chris. You ready for this? Let's do that. All right. <clears throat> I think I Are got we this. Do have any machinas in here? I'll, I'll throw some in if you want me to. Do that. In tradition. Um, all right. In Gotham, mm -hmm. one year after the defeat of Two-Face and the Riddler, Batman and Robin attempt to thwart Mr. Freeze from robbing diamonds from the Natural History Museum, but he steals one and flees. Mr. Freeze was original Dr. Victor Freeze, a doctor working to develop a cure for the McGregor Syndrome to heal his terminal ill wife. 
Freeze was forced to wear a cryogenic suit powered by diamonds after becoming unable to live at normal temperatures following the lab accident. Interrupt you for a minute. Yeah. You're going to make a suit. You're smart enough to do this. You pick diamonds as a way to power it. Yeah, it could have been. Well, I mean, maybe it was the only thing. There's got to be something. It was the only thing. I mean, it was 1997. There wasn't a Kickstarter. (laughs) There wasn't a Kickstarter. You worked with what we had. Listen, I'm just going to let you know that every time you say something terrible about this movie, I'm going to just going to come right back to it. <laughs> well, this was... We also got the, the new uh, Batmobile, since the destruction of the last movie. It has two fins on it now. Yeah, two fins, so it's the one giant yeah. one. And, and, then, uh, and if you didn't know, chicks dig, dig it. Yeah, duh. So, um, but he yeah. gets a little motorcycle. Robin gets a motorcycle. It comes out of an egg in the ground. Yeah, it comes yeah. out of an egg. I, it's I, actually I, hatched, which the more you think about it, it's so funny. <laughs> A little sphere comes out and it hatches yeah. and there's and a bite gonna... for Robin, which is a bird. That's a good way to put that. <laughs> Still doesn't it's so that. on the nose that it hurts. And this yeah. was the, and like you said, like our first um, ever seeing Mr. Freeze or even mentioned in it. And this was like I texted last night. I forget where and what part of the movie it was, but we were at the first mention of another superhero other than Batman and Robin and it was Superman. Yeah. Because I forget what they said. They said, um, I don't even remember. I texted it last night at midnight. But. It says Superman doesn't something. Yeah. Doesn't part. It, it was at the very beginning of the movie. It's. This is why Superman works alone. Yeah, that's yes, what it that was. was yeah. yeah, because uh, Robin. Because Robin was being problems. a little. Being Robin. At a Wayne Enterprise's lab in Brazil, the botanist Dr. Pamela Isley, or is it Isley? Isley. Isley is working under the deranged Dr. Jason Woodrow. Which was also um, Lionel Luther from Smallville. Mm-hmm. That blew my mind. I watched it. I was like, that guy looks really familiar. I was like, oh, that's uh, Lionel Luther. Okay. Experimenting with the Venom drug. Um, of course, if you can see where this is going. Which, time out. Something I noticed watching this movie last night. They really ripped off. There was two times in that scene where they specifically said something. Like, they kept calling it Venom. And they were like, right. Venom. Like, it was very much like a... Okay, like that can be excused because Venom is a word. But like they're talking about Venom... And like you're using it to create a super soldier yeah, they, serum. Yeah, super soldier serum. And they yeah. said that phrase, and it's like, you've uh, <laughs> you've read Marvel comics, yeah, haven't you? Yeah. This is uh, this was planned. <laughs> you did not say metahuman. No. no. You said super soldier serum, and venom. It's the wrong brand. Mm-hmm. She witnesses Woodrow use the formula to turn the violent but diminutive, convicted serial murderer Antonio Diego into a hulking monstrosity dubbed Bane. Um, this was our first look at Bane as well. I felt like uh, his costume wasn't as bad. I was really expecting. The, I like oh, that. I, I like that Bane. If we're gonna be, I, mean, I, I like, was born in it. I'm kind of sad that I don't. Like, it, it took that long to get a Bane because, like that mm-hmm. in the comics, I mean, that was such a big deal. Mm-hmm. And Bane was, even though Joker is obviously the biggest character, Bane for a long time was kind of dubbed as the rival because he's right. the one that was able to break him, defeat Batman, break him over his back, meaning. Woodrow and Isley argue over the use of the drug, which ends when Woodrow attempts to kill her by overturning a bunch of various toxins that she was working on, which I thought was Including the Including some more of them. Yeah, which I thought was the dumbest origin I've ever seen in my life. He just walked through and just started flipping tables, and then the ground sank, and she went to the ground. The yeah, oh no, none of it made any sense. No. No. <laughs> you don't have a rebuttal for that one? No, I mean, because it's not... I like it because it makes no sense. <laughs> I think it's it's a beautiful disaster. It doesn't nothing about what he did is logical. Oh, and so 
Despite his efforts, she is resurrected, transforming into the beautiful and seductive Poison Ivy. Before exacting her revenge, she kills Woodrow with her poisonous kiss and sets fire to the lab, leaving it to burn down while she escapes with Bane. Which Poison Ivy would never do. No, because our plants and things are Exactly. But it's fine. <laughs> it's, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> We're not there yet. <laughs> she finds that Wayne Enterprises funded Woodrow. Thus, she appropriates Bane as a muscle-bound muscle thug, taking him with her to Gotham City to confront Bruce. Meanwhile, Alfred Pennyworth's niece, Barbara Wilson, makes a surprise visit and is invited by Bruce Wayne to stay at the Wayne Manor until she goes back to school. And this is something that bothered me. She's been in England her whole life, and she has no hint of a British accent. Mm-hmm. Well, I, don't know, I don't know if Felicia Silverstone couldn't do it, or if they I just mean, didn't. I would imagine they just didn't even think about it. Probably. Based on how the rest of this went. I would think that they... <laughs> That it's just not something that they even discussed. And someone probably like halfway through the film was like, shouldn't she? And they're like, just, it's fine. It's, it's, We've got it's too fine. much footage on it. It's like, we, we're, we're too far along, and you see how this is going. It's just just keep snowball. it to yourself. Let's take this paycheck while we can. <laughs> do not do anything to jeopardize it now. Right. Well, what's isn't Wasn't she... Barbara is supposed to be Jim Gordon's yeah. daughter. Well, but this is Barbara Wilson, not Barbara Gordon. Yeah. You know... Okay. Wayne Enterprises presents a new telescope for Gotham Observatory. <laughs> they wanted Alfred to matter. <laughs> yeah. Which is He's crazy. already dying. Well, that's true. Well, they don't, we don't know this until later on. We just assume oh, he's just... Having, you jumped it. You, you pulled oh, a Spoiler alert. <laughs> you haven't seen Batman and Robin. <laughs> so Alfred <you>. does die. <laughs> What's crazy to me uh, is the... Uh, this is the same Alfred. I know we talked about a couple weeks ago. Ever since the first Michael Keaton. He's been the same Alfred. He's, him and... Was it Gordon. Gordon? Were the same actors throughout every single movie, and this was the last one, yeah. obviously. But it killed Which them he, too. He has since passed away. Yeah, yeah it, it killed them. Another victim. Well, I think he had, he passed away before before Batman Begins, correct? I believe yeah, he did. I'll double check. I think he did. That's rough. So it killed him. <laughs> but then again, I mean, you know, yeah. So Michael Caine went on to be like Goff and Michael Caine were, you know, they're Alfred. Which personally, like, mm-hmm. I mean, mm. I'd rather have, yeah. I'd rather have Sean Parker. I'd rather have Sean Parker. 100%. Yeah, that's but that's, yeah. <laughs> that's, you know, that's my own. Well, opinion. he's the younger version. Yeah, yeah that's true. I mean, he he's turns just into... the best. Like, Jeremy Irons is good, but, like. So, so are we Sean ever going to see the, uh... his niece? Come Actually, in he died in 2011, so he died right before The Dark Knight came out. Yeah. Well, no, Dark Knight Rises came out. So, at least he got two of the. Or if you're tired of The Dark Knight Returns. Yeah. I said it for, like, three episodes, but, you know, it's up there. Ah, so, when Enterprises presents a new telescope for the Gotham Observatory at a press conference, interrupted by Isley, she proposes a project that could help the environment, but Bruce declines her offer, which would kill millions of people. He has a problem with that. It was the same problem with uh, the Riddler last last movie. He didn't want to do the whole brainwave thing because it endangered other people. I think they mismatched a lot of these villains in these movies. Because wouldn't Freeze have been better with the Penguin? Yeah. That would have, color schemes would work out a lot better too. Well, penguins, ice, the Arctic. Yeah, like they they were in that like they tried to do too much, and it yeah. wasn't about like matching. It's like oh, we want this storyline and this storyline together. They really should have stuck to one for movie. Yeah, yeah well, I thought. Yeah, they you know. they got away with it during Returns because Selena Kyle's also the love interest. So yeah. you had, and she's always kind of been like a hero at times, but. Ultimately, she's a villain type character, anyway. I got a invitation, a wedding invitation. Oh yeah, mine's sitting over to, there uh, to the wedding. Yeah, 
to the Selena Kyle and Bruce Wayne. Oh movie. yeah, I'm not. Mine's sitting on the desk over there. No, I, I was already dis- I was disappointed by the first of two big weddings in comics this this summer. So who are those? Well, it was supposed to be um, Kitty Pride and uh, Colossus were supposed to get married. Mm-hmm. Okay, and it was a whole big thing. They built with the wedding. The cover was them at the altar. They did not get married. Rogue and Gambit got married instead. Oh, well. Kitty freaked out and got cold feet and backed out. And then they were like, already there for weddings. So Rogue and Gambit were like. We'll <laughs> Might as well not pay yeah. for it. And... So, huh? They were there was this whole like question X or whatever it was called. Some like oh you don't like, it's a mystery X Men book that's going to come out in, in the summer and no one knew. They released after the wedding happened that it was Mister and Mrs X and it was Rogue and Gambit. Oh, um, I was kind of disappointed. But... Yeah. <sighs> that's another series for another day. The X Men movies. <laughs> I would argue that that's a way more fun series to dive into than yeah, probably. Than, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that night, she realizes there's a charity event being held by Wayne Enterprises with special guests Batman and Robin. She decides to use her abilities to seduce both of them. Mister Freeze, <laughs> I hate was such a. Dumb. Is this the scene with the card? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It was, I never leave the back yeah, it. it was the. <laughs> I guess they sponsored them, right? And on the, the on the valid through, it says forever. Yes, yeah, which is like forever. a callback to. That was. <laughs> never, yeah. never leave the back cave without it. Six million dollars. You don't have that kind of money, but you do. That was oh so dumb. God. Oh man. Um, so and that was where Bane was wearing the monkey suit, just walking throughout the whole thing. Yeah. So she seduces him. Mr. Freeze crashes the party and steals a diamond from the event, which, I don't know if y'all noticed this, being a Legends fan as well, but that was the Diamond of Isis. The same one. I think they were kind of trying to allude to Isis from DC. Mm. Remember in Legends? Mm-hmm. I think they were trying to, because it was red. You think they put that much thought into it? I do. No, know. it was. Yeah. You think it was just, just like a red gem, and they were like, "Let's do it." I mean, it, was, it said, "We need color." Well, that, yeah, that makes sense. Okay. Well, we don't want to make clear toys. <laughs> make this a color. We have too much blue and too much green. Yeah. Red is <laughs> the trifecta. Um, so, although he is captured by Batman and, attain- and detained in Arkham Asylum, Mister Freeze eventually escapes with the help of Poison Ivy and Bane. Meanwhile, Dick discovers that Barbara has participated in drag races to raise money for Alfred, who is dying of McGregor Syndrome. How did she end up knowing that he was dying? Because they're related. Just because they're related. (laughs) She just picked up on it. I feel like she knew before she came, and that's why she came. But maybe I'm wrong and I'm making it... They they never said that. Like they they thought too much about it. Like they didn't... (laughs) They don't know how she knew. She just knew. I like we got the return of the Barbara's intuition. When did that? When did a uh, motorcycle drag racing become a thing? I mean, in this movie, <laughs> Fast and Furious wasn't for another four years. So yeah, so I mean, uh, I liked it because we had the the Robin helmet back again because they premiered it last week, last movie. But so in that <laughs> scene, it's like Gotham is just apparently now a weird Mad Max, oh yeah, like dystopian city. Everyone's trying to kill everybody. Which, if they, if they would have gone all in with that angle for a couple movies, like, like they don't do the fancy parties and stuff. It's just all chaos all the time. <laughs> would have made a lot more sense. So much better. <laughs> that made more sense. Just like, hey, cool. Right. I'm, I'm going to watch it. 
Oh, we see that Batman and Robin begin to have crime-fighting relationship problems because of Ivy's seductive ability with Robin. But Bruce convinces Dick to trust him. How come he wasn't so convinced? She doesn't want you. She wants me. That was the... What are you talking about, Bruce? That was... Some of these scenes were, were cringy to watch to me. Yeah. The, the whole scene with... We'll get to it here in a minute. But with... They were fighting each other while... Bruce was trying to fight Bane, and he almost got kissed by Ivy. It was all big. Oh, I hated it. Um, so, Poison Ivy is then able to contact Robin once more, but how does she do it, Chris? She does it with Robin's own little skylight. Yeah. Which I thought looked it's ten times better Robin than Batman once. Call she's calling for me, not you. It's the Robin signal, not the Bat signal. Uh, and I don't, I've never understood this. Why this is, is my favorite Batman movie. <laughs> this is so good. Why is Robin like 10 years younger, or like not even 10 years, maybe 5, 6 years younger than Batman? But they're both grown adults. And I mean, it at least felt like... That's why his lines were so angsty. Like It, <laughs> it felt like he was just a brat, and oh. that made him seem younger, even if... Because he was a college wasn't... kid. They were talking about going to college and everything in the, the previous movie. Pretend George Clooney's older. Uh, that's not an emergency room anymore. Batman doesn't age. Read a comic book. <laughs> um, so, Poison Ivy contacts Robin. She kisses him but fails to kill him due to Robin wearing rubber lips because he's... <laughs> <laughs> she said, they don't work through rubber lips. <laughs> that was the I was like, clearly he's wearing lip gloss All or she something. had to do was slip some tongue and she I got know. him. Yeah. But she, she just hit the lips. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, meanwhile, Barbara discovers the Batcave because she hacked um, Alfred's computer password by looking at everything uh, around the sun. She even typed in uh, the Bat. No, she typed in Batman or something like that. And Margaret, and then it was Peg. Yeah. It's sure, just leave your password laying around great. the table. It was Martha. It was Martha? <laughs> Martha! In all caps. <laughs> How do you know that name? <laughs> oh. oh, God. Um, so she goes into the Batcave. She's and... not surprised by it at all. No! It's like... Oh, I just... Oh. <laughs> she walks down to... She was the smartest character in the whole movie. <laughs> she was really the only actual detective oh, we got yeah. to see. Yeah. <laughs> well, anyone who could live in England for that long, their whole lives, and never pick up the accent. Yeah. You gotta be... I mean, in her defense, look... <laughs> If she lived in England and her parents were from America, I don't know if they were, or if one of her parents was, and they're the ones that taught her to speak, she could end up with an English, like an American accent. But didn't they say her parents had died a while ago? They died in a car wreck. Well, then who raised her? She went to that school. Well, someone at the school is American. <laughs> when did her parents die? She was a kid, right? If she wasn't so infant, if she was a kid and she learned to speak in America <laughs> and then went to that school... It was an American boring school in England. Look, <laughs> That's what it was. Yeah, it's it's like, hey, we'll take all your hoodlums. <laughs> it's actually oh, said Robin. Robin. said Robin. We, um, so an AI version of Alfred reveals that he has made Barbara her AI own suit. Version. That's what it says in this. I notes. knew you would figure this out. <laughs> yeah, they still have the like desktop in the background. Yeah. Oh my god. How did he... I am so mad that Funko has not made figures from this movie. 
I would buy every single one. I want Hologram Alfred. I want Mr. Freeze. I want the six-inch oversized Bane. I want bat nipples. I want it all. That go-go pop, ivy hair, everything. Everything. What was funny, too, is when when they're showing each of the main characters suit up, they focus. They they they, they focus Choo-choo. on their they focus on their butts. You know, like I don't they're, know. They're they even made the the made the point suit. to do it for Barbara's suit too. Yeah. Oh That's god. Right with. But yeah, I mean, you know, you know, I mean, Clooney had the best ass of the bunch. <laughs> Let's be honest here. Uh, um, Barbara dons the suit and becomes Batgirl officially. Um, Robin and Batman then get captured by Poison Ivy, but Batgirl arrives to save the day and subdues her before revealing her identity to the pair. Oh, she knows exactly what to do, how to use the gadgets. Where to go. Where to go. She's the detective. <laughs> She's the only She's one. She's the world's greatest detective. <laughs> she followed the Robin symbol. <laughs> She'd been tracking them since London. Oh. <laughs> that's, that's how she do the past. That's, that's why she The shot. accent's a ploy. <laughs> it's not go. real. <laughs> Oh, Batman, Robin, and Batgirl decide to go after Mr. Freeze together. By the time they get to the observatory where Mr. Freeze and Bane are, Gotham is completely frozen. Um, Batgirl and Robin are attacked by Bane, but they eventually defeat him by kicking apart his venom tubes, stopping the flow of venom to his body. That scene was... That's a smart plot point. Killing the smart. process. Yeah. Because <laughs> he had them held up, and they just kind of looked at each other and both kicked the tube. Sure. Yeah, I'm like, what would have happened in the next movie? <laughs> Robin does tell her the tube. Yeah, well, uh, he cues her to it. But I don't understand because you'd think if you had some sort of super serum, I'm not even gonna say super soldier serum. You wouldn't think it would wear off that quick because that Captain yeah. America was made from the same thing. Yeah. So, well, don't you think it'd be in there just a little bit better instead of like just like a plug, like an outlet plug or something? I'm just, of all the like things, screwed I'm in. All the things to, <laughs> this is to complain about. Not, not only that, but you would think there would be so much of it in his veins and everything that it wouldn't just, he wouldn't shrivel up right away. I mean, you're right, but <laughs> that's irrelevant. That's <laughs> logic is gone at this point. <laughs> Plot hole. <laughs> oh, man. But Bay collapses before transforming back to his original diminutive size of Antonio Diego and is left helpless on the ground. Also, that dude was super white. Yeah, he was. He wasn't some luchador. He had a very, very Spanish name. Yeah. And a very, very not Spanish complexion. Yeah. Uh, meanwhile, Batman and Mr. Freeze begin to fight Were each other. Were there any people of any color in this movie? Arnold was Ar- blue. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's I'm serious, like... This is like so. the whitest. I mean, even Billy D was in the first Batman. Well, movie. I, I That's think true. Some some of the um, the the henchmen. Henchmen. Yeah, were, of course. The bad dumb, <laughs> the bad dumb people. Some of them were Asian. Oh god, I can't do this movie anymore. That's that. I, don't <laughs> I can't know. do it. Oh, wasn't there, there a reporter who was? I'm saying you cannot name <laughs> any oh, character of color in that movie. <laughs> I'm trying. <laughs> You can't even name the main love interest. And you watched it this week. Hal McPherson. Is that, the, is that the character's name? Or the actress? That was the actress's name. Well, who's the, the character's, character's name? name? <laughs> exactly! <laughs> Julie Madison. I think you might be right, but it took you a while. <laughs> yeah. That was a, such a throwaway relationship. Yeah, she, in, in the comics, though, she was his first great love. Before, after, can't girl, or... Going back to, like, 39. Oh. Yeah. 
Well, I'm glad they decided to put it in this movie. Yeah. And not the three other before it. Right. Vicky Vale. I still miss her. Lady Arkham. Who was the one in the Kevin Smith Batman books? She was my favorite. But then again, I love the Kevin Smith Batman books and nobody else does, so. I don't think I've read the Kevin Smith Batman They're amazing. Books. Then again, I've been sitting here advocating Batman and Robin for like an hour or so. <laughs> so. Don't listen to what I'm saying. <laughs> oh, meanwhile, Batman and Mr. Freeze begin to fight each other with Batman defeating Mr. Freeze. But the funniest part, or the most, whatever you want to call it, about this whole scene of the, the film... No, 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 there was a black lady. There was a color person of color in there. She was one of the scientists that was dangling. There was a color <laughs> but she didn't matter, is what I'm saying. Like Her and the other guy, they said, help! help! Like, they could have dropped down. He was Asian. That's true. And she was... Yeah. I hated those. Like, the whole, they're they're hold in on. all of Schumacher's movies. Going for a ride. Those two characters were? Well, the actors. Why? Well, he just likes working with them. Silver St. Cloud is the woman I'm thinking of. Oh. oh, Silver St. Cloud. She's great. Anyway, yeah, we will have a whole other episode about <laughs> Kevin Smith's Batman. It's, it's, it's fantastic. Back to Gotham as well. But. Oh, no. Oh, Defeat him. Batman, Batgirl, and, Batgirl and Robin manage to unfreeze Gotham. And Batman shows Freeze a record, recording of Poison Ivy during her fight with Batgirl. Where he got the camera from, no idea. Who informed later that she killed Mr. Well, Freeze's wife. Well, how selfish are these people? You just redirected the sun from another side of the planet. It's true. There's no telling how many also, climate that is issues a very, there are. <laughs> Captain America Civil War stole their climax from this movie. They oh, showed the, the tape yeah. of Bucky killing his parents. <laughs> Batman and Robin is the original Captain America Civil War. There you go. Fight me. Don't at me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> Uh, so, which one's a superior film? I'll let that be with you. Oh, I think that's a pretty good, easy choice. <laughs> yeah, Batman and Robin. <laughs> <laughs> did it first. However, Batman informs Mr. Freeze that she is still alive, having been restored by them in the cryogenic slumber before being moved to Arkham Island, waiting for Mr. Freeze to finish his research. But how convenient was that he had the cure for McGregor Syndrome. Stage one. He had two of them. Yeah, just stage one, but he yeah. had two vials. You needed both of them. You need one for Alfred, and then you no. need one for her. No, he said he. They were for Alfred. So he says, "Take two of these and call me in the morning," which I knew was coming. You know. Cause yeah. That's true. Cheesy line. <laughs> and I love the the special effects for uh, for Mister Freeze when he's lying dying essentially at the at the at the telescope or observatory, or whatever. It looked like he was blind and all. I started getting real gray. But they did a good job with that. That's probably the only thing they did a good job with. Um, so, Batman proceeds to ask Mr. Freeze for the cure. Mr. Freeze is created for the first stage of McGregor Syndrome to administer to Alfred. Mm-hmm. And Mr. Freeze atones for his misunderstanding by giving him the medicine he had developed. So, I don't know how that's going to hold up in court. Mr. Freeze is then detained at Arkham Asylum. Poison he didn't. Ivy. He went to Arkham Asylum. <laughs> Everyone escapes from there, and it's a spoiler coming. Poison Ivy is also in prison at Arkham Asylum with a vengeful Mr. Freeze as her cellmate, which is a whole other issue because you can't have males and females together in the same thing. I well, mean, I digress. Arkham has never had rules. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. true. I mean, look, they gave him his suit back. That's true. <laughs> he walked in with his suit into her cell. Um, he plans to get revenge on her. You can't have logic in this film. After Alfred's cure, everyone agrees to let Barbara stay at Wayne Manor. And that's how we end. We didn't really agree. She said, I'm not going anywhere. 
<laughs> Do we get a love interest between um, the two, Batgirl and Nightwing okay. slash Robin? They never show it. I feel like it would have been that. Yeah. I don't. I think they would have. <sighs> mm. Chris, you went great for the rankings. You want to do that, or are we going to have more discussion? Is there anything left what, to say? What do you, no, that was that was the the plot and synopsis of the whole movie. <laughs> I mean, take this, with what you will with that. The, the random car jumps from the random character holding up the, the fist that they jumped from. Mr. Freeze jumped first, right. and he disabled uh, Nightwing's... I'm calling him Nightwing. It was Nightwing's suit. It was the new 52 Nightwing suit. I don't care what anybody says. Do you have any other thoughts for this? I was going to let Charlie go first since he's the guest. Listen, right now I'm just. I got on a rabbit hole of my own. I Googled <laughs> Batman Unchained plot. Because <laughs> I had to know. You had to know. I had to know. And so obviously, sources, I don't. You know, it's, the, it's the Batman wiki. Like, it's the main Batman wiki that has all this information. So let's take it with a grain of salt. But. Um, apparently it was a new writer which the director and writer of Batman and Robin have both made a lot of great things which is crazy maybe not a lot but each a few yeah yeah. Joel Schumacher not Joel Schumacher um, Akiva Goldsman who wrote this script is the creator and main writer and executive producer of the upcoming Titans TV show yeah like he's working now and doing good doing well whatever um and he won a screenplay for best for he won <laughs> he won an academy award for best screenplay for a beautiful mind yeah and then wrote this so i guess this was first but it was what was he doing <laughs> he turned down the the opportunity to the opportunity to do a third one because he also wrote batman forever Bat, this is what it says i'm just gonna read batman and chain was the plan see with a batman and robin being written by mark protosevich under the direction of Joel Schumacher, it was canceled after the negative reception of Batman and Robin. Some themes from this script were later used in Batman Begins. Now, this is where it gets interesting. <laughs> the cast of Batman Unchained. We have our main four of Clooney, O'Donnell, Silverstone, and uh, Michael Goff as Alfred. Okay. Apparently, the role of Jonathan Crane, the Scarecrow, was offered to Nicolas Cage. Courtney Love was courted for Harley Quinn. Oh, God. I could see that oh, coming off of Friends. Then it was expected Pat Hangel is... No, that's Courtney Cox. <laughs> so, here we go. Jack Nicholson, Danny DeVito, Michelle Pfeiffer, Tommy Lee Jones, Jim Carrey were all apparently supposed to return for a brief scene in where they were in Batman's mind as a result of the Scarecrow's toxins. I'd be okay that would have been cool. This and sounds like it goes on to movie. say, during the production of... This is the one part of the mind. During the filming of Batman and Robin, Warner Brothers was impressed with the dailies. God. They were impressed with the daily footage. They prompted them to immediately hire Joel Schumacher to return as director for a fifth film. But Akiva Goldsman dropped out. And they turned to this other guy. The projected mid-1999 release that was announced and titled Batman Unchained. The script of the Scarecrow is the main villain. They ended up recycling a lot of it in Batman Begins. They used a lot of Scarecrow theme. Um, it would bring back the franchise in a more serious and darker direction unlike the two previous films the script dealt with Batman learning to conquer fear and to confront the demons of his past the Joker will return as a hallucination in Batman's mind caused by the Penguin's fear to- or the 
Scarecrow's Fear Toxin, along with the Penguin, Catwoman, Two-Face, and the Riddler. Altogether, to judge the hero on trial, Harley Quinn appeared as a toy maker, written as the Joker's daughter, trying to get revenge on Batman for the Joker's death. Which is crazy, because in the comics, they are together, and just thinking of her as... And she had only appeared, like, a few years before this, mm-hmm. in, in Batman Animated Series. Crane discovers Batman's identity and forms an alliance with Harley to lead him to madness and lock him in Arkham Asylum. In the script, Batman abandons or Robin abandons Batman for disagreements, but he returns during the final battle to help his mentor after defeating his enemies and demons. Bruce makes a trip to Bali and enters a cave full of bats with them flying around him as a proof for having conquered his fears. George Clooney and Chris O'Donnell were sent to reprise the roles of Batman around respectively. Shoemaker offered the part of the Scarecrow to Nicolas Cage while filming Face Off, and Courtney Love was proposed for the role mm-hmm. of Harley. However, when Batman and Robin received negative reviews and failed to outgross any of its predecessors, the idea was to bring Tim Drake in the Bat mm. picture, but Warner Brothers was unsure of their plans for Batman Unhinged, and George Clooney vowed never to wear the cape and cowl again. During director of the previous two films, Joel Schumacher stated in a documentary that he had turned down the chance to return, stating that he had lost his passion for Batman in film and didn't want to turn the passion into just the job. Studio decided it was best to consider a live-action Batman beyond film and an adaptation of Frank Miller's Batman Year One. Warner Brothers would then greenlight whichever idea suited them most. Joe Schumacher felt like he owed the Batman culture a real Batman movie. I would go back to the basics and make a portrayal of the Dark Knight. He approached Warner Brothers of doing Batman Year One mid-1998. Obviously, that never happened. And eventually, the next movie was 2005 when Christopher Nolan began the Dark Knight trilogy. I loved a Batman Beyond movie. I would have loved this movie. <laughs> I don't know about Courtney Love. I want all of it. <laughs> Courtney I also Courtney. want Nicolas Cage to be <laughs> Scarecrow and Superman. We have to do it. We have to steal the Batman's Carol. Yeah, I do it. <laughs> I mean, then again, it. in 98, I mean, you know, Nicolas Cage was, <laughs> that was pre-Gone 60 Seconds. Yeah. You know, you had Raising Arizona. Mm. Like, that was good. Was that great? That was early 90s. Was that before the first National Treasure movie? Oh, yeah. National yeah, Treasure was like, like 2000. Because like, that wasn't yeah. when I was growing up. Yeah. Those are the only, the only things I know him from. Oh, all this stuff runs together. I know. it's There's a lot of movies. So, out anyway, before. that's what would have happened <laughs> next. I'm so disappointed. I feel like that would have been a better movie than this one. Yeah. Everything is. But that's what makes this movie great. It's so bad. You have to know what you... <laughs> you have to go down low to go high. I'll go on record and say that I actually loved this movie as a movie as a child. Yeah. Like, not ironically, I loved this movie. Because I thought it was just so cool. Because you were it was a kid. So, Yeah, I was a kid. And I'm like, oh, movies have substance. I still love it now, but in a completely different way. Yeah. It's just it's very much like I love The Room. Keep drinking that Kool-Aid over No, it's, it's, it's because it's so... <laughs> the Room, we were talking about this earlier before we started recording. Like, The Room has gotten so much press lately because of the disaster artist and... One, I would love an account of what happened on the set of this movie. Mm-hmm. Because with a movie like The Room, I can see how it got made. Because you have one crazy man who says, I'm going to find all this money and make this movie. And I'm going to direct it and star in it and write it and produce it. Mm-hmm. And it was a shit show. But everyone that was doing it, you know, wanted, like, they were trying to break into the industry. And I get how that movie got made. Because he was a psychopath. But this is Warner Brothers and Batman. <laughs> and when you watch this movie, it's not like... With Fantastic Four, like, it made sense. Like, they were trying to go in a different direction. Mm-hmm. They had a vision for it. You know, we, we brought up Batman vs. Superman. Like, whether you like it or not, like, it didn't get well critically received. Well, right. Critically well received. But, like, 
you could tell Snyder had an eye. He like it was a cohesive production. Like he he knew what he wanted to do. With this movie, it's just like what part of production was anyone okay with at any point? Mm-hmm. Like you looked at their costumes and they were like, yeah, someone said okay to everything, everything that happened. Every visual effect of like a gun flying and like redirecting and like landing <laughs> on the on edge Leonard's of the thing. Statue. <laughs> like someone said okay to that. And then like the freeze lines. Someone said okay to that. Multiple people said okay to those things. And that gun didn't so much just land, it was like there was a magnet. Yeah, it just yeah. Got stuck to And it was just fine. And no one was like, <laughs> maybe eh. everyone was just like, Yep, cool, keep going. That's that is correct. <laughs> and it, it it astounds me that this movie that, the, that even the script, like, oh. imagine turning in that script today. It would never, no. ever no. fly. No. You would get, I mean, they'd read two paragraphs and be like, yeah, no, you're out. Yeah. Like, you're, that's you'll all never that would happen. And, because as a writer, that's aggravating because, like, yeah. that movie made $230 million. Like, it, 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 it is, it is like, trying to be like this, was it? It's to some degree. I mean, there you could tell there was some obvious camp in there. I feel, I mean, I think camp, yes. I think they looked at Batman 66 and were like, okay, let's be a little sillier. Yeah. But it, it was so beyond that. And none of the actors believed in what they that. were doing. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> like, <coughs> no one wanted to be there. Right. It was, it's, it's crazy that it exists. Well, and that goes back to Chris O'Donnell saying what he said, that he felt like while they were filming, they were just doing the toy commercial. But he said the he said he felt like he was filming a good movie in Batman Forever, so... It's a lot better than that. No, it's not. This yeah, is the is. best. No. <laughs> and of all the ones we watched, though, 89's my favorite. This is... 89's a great movie. This is a, this is a horrible movie. I just personally love Returns it because it's... a great movie. I like it. It is such... Oh, well, it's not good. Returns was two years after. They were, they were two a year until... I guess they weren't. It was 89, then 90... One or two. It was... 89, 92. 95. 95, 97. 97. They should have given uh, this another year. <laughs> worked on it. Yeah. I'm like... I'm, really, I'm, I'm almost upset now that... <laughs> that that movie That Batman Unhinged never got made. You need to... You need to add Unchained. I keep saying Unhinged. I don't know why, but... That'd still be a good title, though. Batman Unchained <laughs> sounds so great. <laughs> You need to champion it up at the at the office, dude. If they, they, if they went into Arkham for that movie, you know who's in Arkham right now, Mister Freeze. See, oh man, everything's just disappointing. <laughs> but yeah, so all my thoughts to this movie. Like, when I went back to watch it again, it was just like, I know how bad this is, and I'm happy about it because it's just it's one of those that I'm glad gets to exist now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just just for this reason. Just to watch like this. One of my dreams is to make a movie like that. Yeah. But like from the get-go, like, be, hey, we're, if this is going to be horrible in the best way and we're going to love it. Like, I want to remake Batman and Robin and I want Arnold Schwarzenegger to play Alfred. <laughs> <laughs> to Call off the pizza set. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh my God. All jokes, I always would figure it out. <laughs> All jokes aside, it is a terrible movie. And I, I think that as far as like Batman stuff, like I said this to you guys earlier, I think that one of my, which is weird that this is one of my biggest issues, 
one of my biggest issues is Robin and the fact that he's not Damian Wayne at all. Like, and it's again, like I said, it's a dumb thing to have an issue with out of everything about this movie. But like, knowing how these characters are written, like he was Damian sometimes has he or I'm not Damian Dick had the times when he like came to you know butt heads with with Batman, but like there was always a level of respect with it. He was never like a total brat. Right. And that's not the Robin that they really wrote into this movie. No. He was a weird mix of Tim, Dick, and Damien with a really heavy dose of Damien. Yeah. And it that was odd to me. Again, it, that's a, such a little nitpick thing with all the issues of this movie. I still don't understand because his suit is Nightwing. Like, it is New 52 Nightwing. Yeah, Except it's red. Yeah. Because it had the black with the little red. Do you want me to make sense of all of Batman and Robin for you? Do you want to lay out all your problems and I'll solve them with my words? (laughs) 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 The tube. We we talked about that one. The the Venom tube. It was very quickly moving Venom. (laughs) Um, It was powered by crystals. (laughs) (laughs) Why was the suit powered by... We already talked about the powered by diamond suit. I know. Um... And, 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 and the lack of Kickstarter was the answer for that. <laughs> the lack of Kickstarter. Um, what was Poison Ivy's hair for? The little... The style. It was go-go. Okay. Well, when did you flip-flop? I just... Go-go. <laughs> don't talk about Ivy. Okay. I mean, that's... I don't have very much any other... Bat nipples. Why were there bat well, nipples? What about bat it was, it was in Clooney's contract. <laughs> He worked hard to get his nipples like that. <laughs> no, he hated the bat nipples. Really? I think I'm almost oh probably like he despised the bat nipples. <laughs> no, that, I mean that, that, you're Stop talking about a, a movie made for toys. Like that's 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 the only question you've asked me where I have a logical answer for you. Is that like they were just trying to be like it was they were trying to be like for kids, but also kind of sexual, which is a whole new level of disturbing that yeah. I don't know how to get into, but. It, that was the like, oh, mom's taking kids to see this movie. Here's George Clooney's nipples. You're welcome. Were they really his nipples, though? I mean, like, were they? They molded? were just nipples. I don't know. Well, I think they were just. I think they were just like. Nipples. I think it was also like, what is the perfect nip- nipple size? <laughs> and I think perfectly they did symmetrical. <laughs> I guarantee you, <laughs> there was at least <laughs> four meetings about those nipples when yes. making that suit. Yeah. <laughs> Are we talking about an inch, two inches here? Random nipples. Random nipples. It's <laughs> the next George Clooney film. Do a documentary about the Batman. <sighs> going random nipples. Oh god. Batman nipples unchained. <laughs> <laughs> nipples forever. Um, all right, let's rank this movie. Uh, this week's a little different with Charlie Number one. here. Oh god. Number one. Um, <laughs> <laughs> We'll, we'll start off with Jack's ranking. Um, if you couldn't tell from the weeks prior to this, this is his lowest rated one. He gave it, his numerical grade was two out of ten, with a letter grade, personal letter grade of D plus. Oh, so you're you're rating them like oh how or are you oh you're doing like a yeah, uh, like yeah they all add up and whoever gets the the highest score right but like you're all, you're not like ranking them in like your own list you're just no. just by numbers not yet them. that's okay. gonna be in the after reward show okay what about you Chris. <laughs> Think carefully. I'm giving uh, it higher than what anyone else gives it. So, I, I'll I'll give it a four. Okay. Yeah. That's your lowest rated, I believe. And a, and a D minus for the 
You didn't go two? <laughs> you gave it a D minus. <laughs> All right, Tyler. What do you What do you got? Uh, I'd give it a five. That's okay. not my lowest, but it's a five. But what's your lowest? My lowest was probably forever. Well, yeah, there hadn't been that many yet. No, no, that was it's tied for lowest then. Yeah, because I have Batman Forever was a five as well. You know, it wasn't. I don't know. Uh, grade wise, I'm gonna give it a a D plus myself. I mean, it was fun. I mean, I, I enjoyed the corny jokes. Is this is this by how good of a movie it is, or by how much we enjoy it? Because that the the letter my grade is how much you is... enjoy it. <laughs> Mine's how much how good of a movie it is. Okay, how good of a movie? I'll go. I'll go with a five. Also, maybe five point five. Okay, keep it interesting. Because <laughs> I, I I said I would be the highest. So, and my, so the letter grade is is by how much we enjoyed it. Yeah, it's, it's whatever you want. Because why to are there why are there what is the difference? So the the numbers are for the rankings as far as. So we could keep it, like, ranking by number. So, like, our highest movie is Batman 89, and that's because the cumulative score uh, score got was 23.5. Okay, so then what is the letter grade for? That's just personal. For just, it's just, I, I, give it, I give it this score for watching it now. Yeah. For watching it now, what, putting it in last night, I give it a B plus because I was so happy. <laughs> I put that movie on and I had the best time <laughs> watching it. Uh, oh, I didn't even... The rankings before this, by the way, before we got into it, was number one, Batman 89. Number two, Batman Returns. Number three, Batman 66. Number four, Batman Forever. I feel like that that that, that makes pretty, that makes sense. And then now number five is... Listen, I'll just say it. Batman and Robin's better than Batman Robin. Forever. I don't... <laughs> Fight me. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Because I feel like... You took an actor that was like. People forget Jim Carrey was the Riddler. People forget that. I love Jim Carrey. And people forget that Tommy Lee Jones was was Two Face. Still love that. Nobody forgets that Arnold Schwarzenegger (laughs) was Mr. Freeze. No one forgets that. (laughs) No one forgets Emma Thurman was Poison Ivy. I mean, I thought it was Paris Hilton. Until I looked up the IMDb. How are we so close in age? Because I, I feel like a lot of times we both look at each other and look at you like, what? <laughs> That's what I thought. When she first came out of the, the gas, I was like, is that Paris Hilton? And then I looked at Douglas, oh, okay, Tuma. I can remember one actual movie she was in. Paris Hilton? Mm-hmm. Like, I, actually, like not House of Wax. House of Wax is the only I, one. I can remember some, but I don't think they're there, I mean, There's one she was in with Nicole Richie, and I don't count that, because they made it. And there was one that she was like, like not cameos and stuff, like the movie she was in, House of Wax is the only was one. Was House of Wax the one where someone died from like a, a beam through the face? Or through the neck or something like that? What? I don't, I don't know. I don't know if I've seen it. I don't do scary movies. There's not a scary Maybe. movie up there. I prefer the original Vincent Price House of Wax, so I don't really watch the remake. No. I don't remember anything about the movie. I just know she was in it. Yeah. With mm. some other well-respected actors. <laughs> Who probably wondered why they had to work with I them. was being sarcastic. I think it was all terrible young actors that were like, you're pretty. They were. Be in this movie. <laughs> there were a couple of names, I think, in that. Hey, Chris part. O'Donnell. Have y'all seen what he looks like now? He's he, on TV he, Yeah, he's literally... Oh, he stars in a show. What? NCIS Los Angeles. This is like oh. the ninth season. He's side-by-side side with LL Cool J every Sunday night. Oh, Cole J's in the movie? Yeah. A TV show? Yes. Yeah. I mean, it's a bad show. All the NCISers <laughs> are terrible. I don't... But, like, 
People watch them so much. Mm. Yes, House of Wax was her. Alicia Cuthbert, who I like. Right. Jared Padalecki. Oh, Chad Michael Murray. Chad Michael Murray. So there was some good... Robert Richard. Like, there were real actors in this movie. And they had to share screen time with her. (laughs) Stop it. (laughs) That's hot. That's hot. That wax is burning me. (laughs) Don't, I'm dying. Uh, Chris, Charlie, you got anything else for Batman and Robin? Go watch it again. <laughs> I don't think you understood. <laughs> no, and also, I want to be on the record that I love this movie. It is terrible, and I don't think it is a good movie in any way, shape, or right. form. But I do very much enjoy it. If you want a movie that you don't have to think about, that you can drink beers while you're watching it and not have to worry about following If you it. do things recreationally that maybe <laughs> you don't want to That's talk about with other Tennessee. people, or that you that we aren't supposed to talk about, that might be riding unicycles past 11 p.m. if that's illegal. Whatever. Like, if, if you, there are recreational activities that you're into that you know what I'm talking about. This is... this You should watch this movie whilst also participating right. in those recreational activities. <laughs> because this movie is so bad. Uh, but it, it, it's in the... It's, it's bad in a way that you just like... It, it's, are it's you guys watching The Office? Be, you can still be entertained by mm-hmm. it. You watch The Office? Mm-mm. Never mind then. I had an analogy. Even though the office isn't bad, there's an episode called Scott's Tots, which is the most cringeworthy half hour of television I think I've ever watched. The whole thing is a train wreck. Anyway, it's it's very well written. It's it's meant to make you feel that way. Oh. But basically, Michael Scott, who you know is is a terrible idiot, mm-hmm. um, when he was you know ten years before this episode, he had gone to a group of children in the inner city who were in school. They were like second graders. Mm-hmm. And they were all, they were predominantly children of color in a very poor area. And he told them, he made them a promise and said, however, if you get to college, if you get into college, I will pay for your tuition. So 10 years has gone by. Part of it was because he was ignorant and a little bit unknowingly racist where he was like, oh, not a lot of them are going to college. That was part of the mindset from him at the time. But also he really believed that he was going to be much more successful. So the (laughs) day finally comes and he has never in this 10 years... Like, he's checked in with these kids. Mm. And he has never at one point been like, hey, I'm actually not going to have this money. So the day finally comes where he has to, like, they're getting ready to graduate. And they have this whole presentation for him with their class. They have, like, a song written out for him and stuff. (laughs) And he gets there and he has to tell them he he can't pay for the tuition. So he gets there and he's trying to tell them. And then, like, then they start doing the song. It's like, hey, Mr. Scott, what you going to do? What you gonna do? Make our dreams come true. It's like this whole thing, and he just lets it happen because he's loving the attention, and he, he doesn't know how to tell them. <laughs> and you so know, the whole time he has to tell them that he's not going to pay for their college. Oh. And the whole time you're just sitting there like, what? Like how? Like you're just you're cringing and you're watching through your and it's like it's hard to watch. And Batman and Robin is like that, but there's such a there's such a distinct pleasure in watching batman and robin that i don't know exists with any other movie because it is <laughs> here is a great comic book character in the worst comic book way a great actor that's a lot loved. of great actors <laughs> and it's just so horrible i mean i did, okay so so digitally on on voodoo you know i have buy a lot of movies digitally mm-hmm. um i own two batman movies on voodoo and one of those bvs because it came out in the voodoo era mm-hmm. and the other is Batman and Robin it's 
the only like I, I have the Dark Knight trilogy like on Blu-ray like I have it at home. Yeah. But in my when I looked through my digital stuff last night, the only and I have like a couple hundred movies on there, and the only mm. Batman ones on that one are <laughs> those two are BVS and <laughs> Batman and Robin. Uh, they, they deserve each other. All right. <laughs> Guys, that is it for this week. Our next movie is Batman Begins. Mm. Finally, some good movies I can finally keep up with and I was alive for and paid attention to and actually watched in theater. And, I watched uh, this in the theater. I guess I was two years older than you, but I watched this in the theater. <laughs> I didn't watch. I think Batman Begins is what I started. No, 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 no. No, it was The Dark Knight. It was my first one because I watched it at Opera Mills. And IMAX. I did not see Batman Begins in theaters, but I saw The Dark Knight. Oh, such a good movie. But we will talk about that next week, so do your homework and watch this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as where you can find the rest of us, what else we do, you could tune in to our weekly uh, podcasting, Hero Craving, on podcasting services around the globe. It's just um, multiverse right now, because Cloak and Dagger right. is the only TV show on right yeah. now. Um, you can you can read Charlie's articles on comicbook.com and catch him every Thursday on Facebook for Comic Book Now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a comic analysis on Facebook page you can subscribe to, and they'll uh, you get notifications when we go live, yeah. and, and we do. I think they get you get it. Week. They get it in the morning before y'all go live. And, yeah, or something like that. Some schedules like when like it's going to yeah. be a thing, and we do fun things like wax legs. Yeah, and, we make bets that people can't make. And my my, my <laughs> co-host or the host, I'm I am the co-host, Brandon. Uh, had his, had his leg waxed. Have you seen that? Um, it was great. We made a bet about the box office and I, I crushed him. And uh. I ha- I got a triple X tattoo on my back at one point, so we're kind of even. Oh, well, you know. So. It, it works out then. Yeah. <laughs> you can follow me on Twitter at Ty underscore Haynes, Chris at MathTN7, and Charlie at Charlie Ridgely. Um, you can follow NerdWide's page at Nerd underscore Wide on Twitter. But guys, don't forget to subscribe to YouTube and or our podcasting, whatever podcasting service you use. But until next week, Heroes of Villains, we're going to rank Batman Begins.